this episode. Oh, so true. <laughs> the exclusive Alicia episode. Um, I'll just take it. <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And we're back, baby. Sorry for taking a little vacay, but I was a busy girl, so I'm glad that Alicia could still record and keep you guys entertained and up to date with all things Miss Swift and otherwise. Yeah. So... Um, this week we have some very exciting Taylor news. Sorry to everyone who is not- honestly at this point, like if you're not a Swifty, I don't know why you're still here. Like we love you obviously, but like at a certain point, like it's just indoctrination. Like you're basically in a cult. If you I know, I was wondering, I was wondering why we haven't done like a Taylor Swift episode or like mm-hmm. talking about like re-recordings in general. And then I realized it's because most of our listeners know about that so mm-hmm. i mean well, i'm we sure they like to midnight hear it, but episode it, when it came out the, yeah yeah mm-hmm. but i i just know that i've listened to other podcasts where they'll do a dedicated taylor deep dive um and think of like explain what the whole re-record thing is about and right. the progression of her career also guys i listened to how many times I said like last week when I was recording, well, when I was editing, and now I'm really, really conscious of it. So now I talk slower because I have to think of other things to say other than like. Yeah, that's really great of you, but I don't know if I'm going to join you in that. So I honestly yeah. haven't noticed you say like that much. So it's, I, on, I mean, it's probably just like, a, I mean, everyone's their worst, their own worst right. critic, but right and, and i know some people to, like that's their pet peeve oh i just said it but it's their pet peeve to mm-hmm. hear like over and over again and so that's also either you're acutely aware of it or you say it and you don't say like see it in other people yeah yeah mm. oh but yeah okay. we, i don't think we've had to explain why taylor's doing the things that she's doing but i have had that conversation with at least two or three people since the oh, record yeah. just yeah. to freshen them up get them back up to speed but speak now came out what was it 48 72 hours ago officially like 60 hours ago (laughs) 60 hours ago how many times have you listened to the album so far i mean i didn't count also sometimes i'll start in the middle like sometimes i'll do the vault extra times Mm -hmm. or and then if i start from the vault like then it bleeds into the start of the album so i feel like i've listened to like the first five songs a lot so sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll start Sometimes I'll start more in the middle, but honestly, yeah, I don't know how many times I've listened to it, but I don't think I've listened to anything else since, other than, like, music-wise, I haven't listened Mm -hmm. to anything else. Yeah, I put on Reputation at one point just to have a palate cleanse, just to have a total reconfiguration but it's basically been what i've been listening to since i know it's really not like me so i wasn't (laughs) expecting that for me either especially because this is one of my favorite albums so it was weird so why are you palette cleansing with your least favorite i don't know (laughs) i really don't know uh it was sometimes it's just one of those days like yeah yeah. uh where do we even start (laughs) um i think overall my thoughts on the album uh, I really wanted to adore it and be super, yeah. super stoked. But the thing is, when it is your favorite album, you're yeah. a lot more critical of it because you have these favorite little pieces that do not yeah. directly translate in the re-recording. <laughs> I realize I'm so glad she doesn't have to re-record Lover and Folklore because I'm not going to experience the same loss that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. It's just tough because there's little things that 
you can't even articulate as to why yeah. they're important, but it just is yeah. sonically part of the experience. So that's been tough to go through because some songs just don't sound the same. But I will say of her three albums, I do think this one's gotten it the closest. I think she's learning a lot as really? she goes about what's important to the listeners. I think to me, yes. And the other thing I'll say about Speak Now is a lot of the vocals were written for her to have a better voice than the one that she had at age yes. 18. I feel like she's finally yes. able to sing the songs the way that she always meant them to. And so I haven't been as disappointed where there's things like on Red, where it just has that poppier kind of younger sound that when she doesn't sound the same way, like when she sounds better, you're mm. going, oh, okay, I guess, or Fearless, where she just doesn't have that same twang anymore, things like that. But Speak Now, I think she's finally able to sound, like, Long Live, I was listening to it and was just like, that's how it's supposed to sound. Like, that's mm. how she meant it to be sang. And so it's been really nice to hear her perform it the way that you'd think she wrote it for. Well, first things first, speaking of supposed to sound, did you have you seen the TikToks and tweets about that Spotify setting? So for Swifties that have not heard about this... Um, if you go into your Spotify settings, go to playback and you have to unenable audio normalization and it'll sound a lot better. Because when we first pressed play, I asked Anton to switch devices because it did not sound correct at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then I thought that the album was just bad, but then I fixed the setting. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it in my AirPods first too, which I think is a different experience because it goes between the two speakers and things like that. That's honestly the best way to do it. Yeah, I want to do it in my car, too, because you can get that same yeah. sort of surround sound experience. But, uh, yeah, that has some been something that's impacted the, the listening experience for sure. I will say, yeah. vault songs-wise, this isn't my favorite album for vault songs. I think Red had better vault songs than this one. Red Vault is, like, oh, uh, Red Vault is, is just uh, top. Because we get nothing new, mm -hmm. and... I bet you think about me, mm -hmm. better man. I'm not. We don't even have to speak about all too well minute version. Mm -mm. Um, I do like it better than the fearless, fearless vault. Okay. I, I feel like Red's vault made it better, made it a better album. Speak Now's vault, I do think made it a better album, but Fearless's vault did nothing for me. I did like some of the collabs that she had in this yeah. Fearless vault, and there are some songs like Mister Perfectly Fine that yeah. are bops and hits. Yeah. And I, I really... love you all over me and Mister yeah. Perfectly Fine. The other ones, they're good, but I don't think about them ever. And I think that's how some of these vault songs are going to be for yeah. me. Like I really enjoy when Emma falls in love. I just don't know if it's going to be a repeat listen for me if yeah, it's going to end up on any playlist. Obviously, I can see you is <laughs> going to be the breakout song from yeah. the vault. Um, and we can get into our rankings and our feelings yeah. about those specifically. But I will say when it came to the album overall, I was pretty happy with it. I will say the songs that I love the most are story, like the original Speak mm -hmm. Now songs, Story of Us, Haunted, and Better Than Revenge. And they're just not done justice in the re-recordings. The rest mm -hmm. of it I feel pretty okay about, like mine and things like that. But a Story of Us, the, the instruments are just all wrong and it's making me really, really mad ever since it was recorded. I think so. if there's anything that, well, I don't know, should we go like song by song or? Well, uh, unless there's anything like very, very distinct. Cause some of the songs I was just like, yeah, okay. okay like you sound like you're 32 now. Um, but I did write down some notes about yeah. other songs, so. Okay. Well, okay. How about we go through and we'll say better, or, or like, uh, were we have satisfied with it? And then if we do have notes, we can talk about okay. that. Okay. And, okay. Mine? Yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, I was too. Um, mine did change my life at 10 years old. 
mm-hmm. um, especially the music video. And I'd say, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied. I think when I first heard it, it was just culture shock. <laughs> yeah. It always takes a minute to, to adjust. Yeah. I've been listening to the album the entire day. I don't know if I did that with Fearless and Red to mm-hmm. prep for it. Um, so I think that div- did make a difference because then it was just Lauren and I were live texting the whole time and we were saying, oh, this thing was disappointing or what happened to this. And mm-hmm. so maybe that's not something I do next time. <laughs> Yeah, I found if I do it as the first thing in the morning, obviously, like, waiting for the midnight drop is great. But when I just wake up and start Mm. it, it doesn't have that same sort of click over. So, Mm -hmm. um, Sparks Fly, I do prefer the OG, but I don't think it was... This was the biggest flop. Really? (laughs) Yes. Oh. Um, So, Sparks Fly is one of, like, my top, 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 like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... I just I I honestly love how young she sounded in in the original. Yeah. Like, it's the voice cracks and the emotions that made it that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one of those songs where I'm like, she always meant to sing it better than she could, and so part of me is just really happy. But you're right, it does fa- feel a lot younger and more desperate. I don't know. I think. Well, okay. I think my bigger gripe with it is the instrumentation, especially the intro. Mm. I really liked how the original started very heavy with the electric guitar and this one leads with the acoustic guitar and that does not fit in my opinion. I will say one of the things that I really love about Speak Now as an album is it has that full band sound that I really enjoy in music like uh, the bass guitar, the two electrics, like it's always Mm -hmm. been very instrumentally Mm -hmm. heavy and this mix just doesn't have that. It's a lot more synth and I have been upset with that even like yeah, a little bit. But also even electric touch, like if you listen to it, the electric guitar yeah. is very minimal and it's yes. acting like a bass guitar the entire time. Yes. And it's like, it's literally called electric touch. And I know it's mm. not about electric guitars, but <laughs> if you're going to add that sound, wouldn't it be perfect too? So there's things yeah. like that where I just think it doesn't have that same sort of live band feel yeah. anymore. And that's upsetting. Yes. So that's, I was having this conversation last night because um, I was playing a little bit of a game which if we have time we can discuss it but um i was asking my friend if you could place each of the vault songs onto another album would mm-hmm. it be because i think some of them very much are reminiscent of other albums and some are not and i've seen uh, i mean she did this and a lot of people have been putting i can see you on reputation which absolutely makes zero sense because reputation is so electronic and synthy Mm -hmm. and i can see you like the thing that stands out the most other than how fucking horny she is is the electric guitar yeah and so i (sighs) yeah i'd put it on 1989 or red honestly yeah so i was trying to see if i could put them each on a different one Mm-hmm. And when I do that, the, uh, I mean, obviously it's not perfect, but, right. and this is very controversial, uh, be, especially because the, this album is like her most electronic, but I put it on Midnight's because I think that has more prominent instrument, have a few, not, mm-hmm. there's not many, but has more prominent like instrument heavy songs than all of her other pop out albums do like you're on your own kid and would have could have should have and it has the sensuality of maroon and glitch Um, okay which i do think and we can talk about this at a little later time as well when we really get into vault stuff but i think seeing our reaction to newer content is producing a lot of this selection when it like castles crumbling you can't tell me she didn't put out nothing new and then think oh everybody likes these really depressing or me 
Um, sorry, not me. Um, anti-hero. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first line, but it was just that whole like, I'm the yeah. problem, it's me line. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. anti-hero, like she's releasing more of these self-deprecating songs or just showing a lot more personal insecurities. Yeah. And so it, we all know, like, I'm just waiting for the debut content to come out and be like, all right, like, what were you feeling at 16 then? Like, I know you've had this in you for a long time. You're just slowly peeling back the under onion or like you're losing me all these songs coming out we know she's always felt this way we're just seeing all the older versions of it okay yes but there's nothing worse than being 19 years old no literally but it's also just it makes me question how many other songs she's had about self-doubt that she's just never released yeah yeah especially yeah um and it's sad because we kind of at this point know why a lot of these songs didn't make it on Mm -hmm. um and it's clear that with Castles Crumbling and Nothing New, it's because it didn't fit this happy, bright, all-American good girl image. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I don't think there was a market for it in the same way yeah. oh, in 2010 yeah. as there would be now, right? Like, yeah. you think about the other pop songs that were coming out in 2010, you're thinking about One Direction's <laughs> debut. You know, What Makes You Beautiful yeah. is not going to compete with Castles Crumbling. No. Like, there's just no. not the same market for it. But now, you know, we're talking about mental health a lot more. We're mm-hmm. seeing a lot. I don't know. It's We've just been a, a better pandemic together. For it. Yeah. Like people are just more willing to have those conversations in music. And I think they're also allowing younger artists to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think Olivia Rodrigo would do well in 2010 because it's no. just so heavy and emotional. And we allow those older recording artists to grapple with that. You know, if they've gone through divorce or death of yeah. a loved one or something like that. But even you know, innocent, like that's controversial in its own right. So there's things like that where I just think we're, as an artist, as a market for young music, we're allowing ourselves to have those deeper conversations and not expecting like teen pop, funky Disney Channel vibes. Yeah, like we're not censoring them as much, so. Mm -mm. Okay. Anyways. um, Back to December, I was satisfied with yeah i feel like the same sort of thing like she could sing it well it was all very good the emotion was pretty much there yeah oh that's another thing in sparks why she sounds kind of bored yeah well like, i think all of these songs could have had a bit more theatrics yeah. behind them honestly yeah yeah like it honestly reminds me of, you know that video of her singing lover and she's there's like not a thought behind her eyes yeah or call yeah. it what you want and she's just mad <laughs> yeah um, Speak Now, I think, was improved greatly. Mm. I think her mature voice really helped it because before it was kind of squeaky. Yeah, well, she also has a deeper range now, and yeah. Speak Now calls for that. And I, yeah. again, it's just one of those songs that I think she can sing it now. Yeah, I think Speak Now was one of the songs on the album that most heavily, like on the original album, that like most heavily showed her youth mm-hmm. with her voice. Um, and that combined with like the uh, like the immaturity of some of the lyrics um, really did not do it for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, meaning last week. <laughs> um, Wednesday night. And I so I think that w- with the maturity and the fullness of her voice now, it's it's a lot clearer and smoother. Dear John. I think it's the same note about, like, I wish it was more emotional. Like, I think I wish she had put a little bit more. It was, it yeah. was good, though. I don't It wasn't heartbreaking or devastating to me. Yeah. The electric guitars were not giving in the beginning, but they came the fuck yeah. through in the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the production yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. 
mean um, mean is so weird to hear her as a grown-up sing yes like it's not anything wrong with it it's just different to hear her be 32 and like you're a meanie pants (laughs) well but it's in in the same way it's kind of cool because when she says someday i'll be Mm -hmm. big enough so you can't hit me yeah she fucking is yeah it's (laughs) um which is cool Mm-hmm. Um, but I do miss the twang in it. That one, Lauren and I text each other at the same time. I am worried for debut. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe she'll have to like go home to Pennsylvania for a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, story of us, the soons are wrong. Like, story of us might be ending soon. She's supposed oh, to be yeah. like in it, and she's well, just because she does have to legally make enough changes. And the question is whether she made the correct ones. Um, but I imagine that's very, very difficult. Like, I was thinking about this on my walk earlier. Mm-hmm. I, because people, well, oftentimes when, because people have been saying, oh, she's such a, like, hard worker, a hustler. She's put out this many albums in th- this amount of time. And then people counter that and say, oh, but she's just, their their music, it's music she's already written. But here's the thing. Folklore, she wrote in, at most, less, still less than four months, because it was within from when the pandemic started to late July is when she put it out. And then Evermore was six months later. So she clearly mm-hmm. can write very, very fast with incredible quality. Um, and so the speed at which the re-records come out, I don't think is really uh, a valid argument. But what I do think is that it's probably really hard for her to listen back to what she wrote and then think, okay, I have to make a certain amount of changes for it to legally count as a re-record, but not so many that, it would not be a re like in the other direction wouldn't be a re-record mm-hmm. and then she has to be satisfied with those changes and see them as enjoyable from our point of view mm-hmm. and then execute it so i imagine that would be very hard in its own in its own way well i think there's things like that but we also know taylor doesn't remember her own lyrics like she'll <laughs> get up to do surprise songs that she's been rehearsing all day okay last night and mess up the lyrics was you know? it on purpose like you can't oh, so tell me that she's like or it's that. like she as a person is fallible and so i'm sure these yeah. re-records take her longer than we would anticipate because it's yeah. not like she just goes in the studio one take one kill like no. it's a whole process it's not karaoke so. Yeah. No, and I do know that, like, we as fans are hypercritical of the different mm-hmm. um, annotations and ways she... Yeah. No, like, we notice when she's song. a millisecond late or early. Right, right. So I'm sure it's just a lot of pressure, even if it's not yeah. maybe, like, laborious in the ways that somebody would continue, like, think of a new song being recorded. But it's almost easier to re-record a new song because you're just creating it out of your, like, thin air yeah. versus yeah. trying to, you know, tweak something to be yeah. different. So anyways... Um, never grow up sad, devastating always, but like, it felt good. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's nice to know that she, well, okay, I'll read the, the one response we got in our box, um, Mm -hmm. was about, um, was relevant to this, but, uh, they said, it's so lovely hearing her sing songs that she wrote when she was younger and more naive, knowing that she's grown so much since then. really mm-hmm. makes me feel hopeful that my problems and situations will seem far away as I grow older. Aww. Um, That's really sweet. I think is relevant with how I felt about Never Grow Up. Um, I think that it was done well. Like, I'm fully satisfied with it. Um, and, of course, the implications of actually being in your new apartment in a big city. Right, right. 
Um, Enchanted. Enchanted, I don't know. Enchanted just has such a tender spot in my heart because of that. I don't know. I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over again, but it's the young voice and the youth. She lost the desperation. The right. It's, it's just a little different, but again, sounds pretty good. Not that many notes that I would give on like how it feels yeah. really different. So Owl City, your move, your move. Okay. Better than revenge. I'm really mad about the mattress line. So my, I was peeved when the rumors of what she changed it to came out because I couldn't even figure out how it worked. But Mm -hmm. when I heard it, I do think she made it work. Yeah. But, well, first of all, I am, there is too much discourse. I think on both ends, there were people who were just taking it too seriously at the end of the day but i think what i care more about is thinking about the reasoning behind it like for one is this a slippery slope of like oh like people don't want Haley williams to sing misery business people don't want taylor to have this mattress line so at what point like are we going to like what where where's the line, you know? Because if, if we right. want to get rid of the misogyny in her songs, what the fuck is you belong with me doing? Right. Well, that's I think what is confusing to me because if she is an artist just trying to distance herself from that line of thinking, like where we're evaluating women on their sexual histories or their reputations around sexual partners and things like that, which I totally understand why at her grown age, yeah, she's very sensitive to that. I do think better than revenge in and of itself is an internalized misogyny song like it's on my playlist called internalized misogyny and it's just this idea of you know women competing against each other for a man's attention he's not a willing participant or you know there's no autonomy in that experience and so i think that's why you know we've seen Haley williams step away from that song and why it makes sense that taylor would want to step away from better than revenge but at that point just don't put it on the album you know if it's such a pain in your side and you think that this is something that you don't stand by don't reproduce it like I I wish she would have just gone all the way with it rather than oh you know talking about sex is bad in this context so because like even Moth to the Flame like that's not a great image of women versus men you know so I I wish she would have just taken a real stance rather than sort of a cop-out move yeah I've always thought the no amount of vintage dresses gives you dignity line was worse than the mattress one and people have been saying oh but this one is explicitly slut shaming but here's the thing the fans are the ones who made it explicitly slut shaming she never ever 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 said what this girl is doing on the mattress people chose to sexualize that I mean obviously there is is somewhere that it no, yes, but at the same time, like, people have taken it, like, she gave an inch and they ran a mile with it. Yeah, but I mean, like, even that whole, like, vintage dresses don't give you dignity or they, they don't teach, teach you that in prep school, so it's up to me. Like, she's just dragging this girl through the mud, left, right, yeah. up and down, backwards and forwards. And again, I understand why she's very sensitive to slut shaming and would want to just nullify that part of it. But the whole song isn't great when it comes to that message. But also, like, let us have misogyny as a little treat. Let me sing about those girls' sexualists. You know, I I think it's okay for artists to produce art that isn't reflective of them and their beliefs anymore. And so it was just, like, a weird move, in my opinion. Because, again, I just don't think it was a full commitment to one decision or the other. It just Mm -hmm. felt like a weird 
And I don't, well, and I think the line sounds kitschy too. Like I think she could have done better when it comes to writing a filler line, like moth to a flame. I mean, it's better like, than a, what a lot of fans are coming up with. I'm so glad okay, she didn't well, do. He's I'm better sure Taylor known Swift for what can... he does with my masters. Like, please. But yeah. um, I do think something that troubles me is how easy, like knowing how easily swayed she is by the public and by her fans because she got rid of hey kids spelling is fun from me just because fans thought that it was stupid even though it's completely harmless and silly and tongue-in-cheek like it and and like she it didn't hurt anyone but she was like ah people don't like it let me get rid of it um and taylor swift will always be subject to the whims of the public though and that's my biggest ick with her is i even think reputation was overblown for what it was like i don't think she needed a whole era for the fact you know like i i think she is so and that's the thing it's like we see it in castles crumbling we see it in never knew like she's just very very sensitive to the public's opinion of her and she will blow it up like even snow on the beach lana moore version like you didn't have to respond you know and i I think it's this weird tug of war where she really adores fans and respects the ways that the public has brought her into the spotlight but also she is so easily manipulated by it and i think that's her biggest flaw as an artist is like it's like touch some grass like it's not that deep either way just i mean i understand why because she's already hit multiple points where people like went like thoroughly like for her neck but Um, nobody is a perfect person that nobody's ever attacked and that's the thing is like every artist has had their low points and every artist has been canceled in one way or another and it's like responding to people in that way like a people-pleasing way is never gonna save her and that's something yeah. that like will, again will always just be my biggest ick with her is she really wants to be on this pedestal that nobody can take her down from and it's just not real yeah I mean I I get why that is like something she does but I do think like the way that she executes it like she does like I, my only fear, like, with this line specifically, I don't want her to have felt like she had to do that, you know? Like, of course, if that was her, completely her choice and something she wanted to do, then I'm not going to say any more on that, and we won't ever know if that's the case or not. Um, but, like, I understand being a people pleaser, and I understand that it's been scary for her. Like, she's, like, I mean, she's put out a lot, like, documentaries, like, well, a single documentary, but, like, there's, like, footage where, like, showing, like, what... 2016 and like what uh like these transitions between genres like have done to her and i think at the end of the day it's like what she's doing with with that like how she's responding to it um which again we don't know what the root behind her actions are (laughs) that's it's just circular i i think yeah Again, this is my biggest, like, where I will never, like, be a true Swifty because I just can't get behind her 100%. And it's when it comes to this, like, chicken and the egg. Like, is she the artist producing or is she responding Mm -hmm. to fans? Like, who's actually in control of the Taylor Swift image and brand? And I I know it is circular as well because the fans, right, she can come out with Era's tour, but it's the fans who create the friendship bracelet trends and the fans who decide, you know, that their outfits are going to be really important or the call and response items that participate in the show and then she's going to feed into those and try and create you know so it's it is always going to be this like back and forth relationship but it does irk me when it shows up in these really minuscule ways Mm -hmm. where it's like it wasn't that deep like just be the artist and decide like where 
the tide is going to flow and everyone will go with it or they can leave, you know? And so I think that's where I'm like, oh, just do it. Just put your whole like heart in it and just go. So. Um, Innocent. I've never really cared for this song. And I <laughs> Why? Like, so um, I don't like it sonically and I don't give a shit about Kanye West. There you go. Oh wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. I think that instrumentally, I like better revenge, better than Reven- Re- Oh my god, better than revenge a lot more now. Yeah, what yeah. Is that? I think that it's a lot fuller sounding, and she like commits to how hard she wants it to sound. Like I think she was definitely holding back before, especially because that was very different from what she had put out at that point. So that makes sense, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that now she's able to really let go. So. Um, um, Haunted's Echo is literally the, the worst thing I've heard in the entire world. It, like, is ruined now. It, yeah. I thought it was in my head, but no, no it's real. It's really bad. Um, but I do think, yeah, instrumentals, again, she did, like, go harder on. But, yeah, I don't know what the choice with the Echo was. No, and I feel like the strings got dialed back a little bit, too, which is my favorite part, so... I can't remember. That was literally the last song I'd listened to, though. But <laughs> um, last um, kiss, rip shaky breath, rip shaky breath. That's well, okay. So that's mainly what I mean when it's like, yes, she has like the skill, like the the skill and the lack of a like. It's the she has less ties to it to that she, where that's not as natural. But I'm she didn't have to give that up, and at this point, like, I mean, yeah, the, I guess the. This is one thing where she didn't give the fans what they want. Because, I mean, all over Twitter for a while now, people have been saying she better keep the shaky breath. She better keep the shaky breath. So I guess that's a, that's a point where she's not yeah, doing that. Yeah, so you if you, like, listen really, really close, it's no, still there. They're, they're, just, um, they're just hoping it's there. It's not there. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, how did you feel about Long Live as a Long Live truther? I think at first I was very, very, I was very nitpicky the first few times, but now I'm like fully satisfied and it's full circle. And I think also what's really special is watching her perform it the past two nights and just seeing um, like the comparison videos from her performing it at Speak Now versus versus Eras. And I mean, we can even look at when she performs it at Reputation, like they all mean something so different. And Mm -hmm. like during Speak Now, it's, you can see like the genuine fear and the pleading in her eyes because people have been threatening, well, like that her career is going to be over very soon. Um, And like we saw, she had to switch genres in order to keep people interested. And I mean, yeah, like that was her first taste of like big mainstream controversy. Um, And you can see like the sadness and fear in her eyes. And then at reputation, I mean, she's just gone through this big storm of 2016 and to see that many people still have stayed with her is really special to her. And then at eras, like it's become this celebration of like, we're all here. Um, We've joined at different points in time. Um, And like, you can see just how happy she is to be doing that still. And to like how she recreates it with her band up front with her, was really special. Um, mm-hmm. I think that really adds to the experience of how this was re-recorded because 
that's definitely like a special one for her to look back on and for the fans to look back on. Yeah. Um, ours, I was pretty happy with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always been a cute song. Yeah. yeah. And Superman, yeah. I always skip. So I love Superman. I always have. Um, I, yeah, I think it was done well. And I do think that she benefited from her more mature voice in this one. Yeah, for sure. And rip if this was okay. a movie. <laughs> rip if this was a movie. Love you on Fearless. Well, technically she's not on anything. She just has the album art. Oh, uh, yeah. She, burp. Um, if this is a movie, it's a good one though. Okay. Um, how would you rank the vault songs? Okay. I can see you. Mm-hmm. New development as of today, Timeless. Oh. Um, and I'll get into that in a bit. Uh, Electric Touch, uh, When Emma mm-hmm. Falls in Love, Foolish One, and Castle's Crumbling, which honestly, I think the last two are just growers. Like, it's this is just fresh, and it'll yeah. we'll get to that point. I don't think any of these are bad yeah. songs. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously, I Can See You has, like, literal crack in it. Like, mm-hmm. um, And Timeless, I was not on board with that first because i was just like it's i was so tired by the end of the album and um it's but i i yes last night i just like sat there and listened to the lyrics and i was like i'm so fucking lonely. oh my gosh um and i've been listening to it on repeat today it's just oh my god yeah um i really like electric touch mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people don't um i, I just could, thought it would have more electric in it yeah, I think she definitely held back instrumentally, but I do really like the instrumentals, but I was just mm. expecting more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your ranking? Um, I would say I Can See You, When Emma Falls in Love, Foolish One, Castle's Crumbling, uh, Electric Touch, Timeless. Yeah, so. I think her, her last, besides All Too Well, like, and a lot and daylight i guess mm-hmm. a lot of her last like the ending tracks like past like if there's like a bonus especially people just don't ever like people shit on dear reader just because it's the last song and they're like they have fatigue at that point yeah but it's also just not a great song that's not true <laughs> i don't love dear reader i don't know timeless i also like just can't get behind her songs where she's just romanticizing history for the sake of it like when she's like oh like it's 1945 and i'm like there was a war going on, you know, like but I she just does acknowledge that. <laughs> I know. I know. There's just things like that where I'm like, okay, like the imagery is a little too much. And with castles crumbling, I thought I was going to be a little bit more upset with it for that. Like where it's just really dramatized storytelling, but I think Haley Williams really sells it for me. So I like it. Yeah. A lot. I just, it's a little, I feel like if it were more slowed, like, like, I think we're, because people have been comparing it to nothing new. And I think where it falls short is that nothing new is very slow and honest. Like nothing, like it's, and it's very simple instrumentally. And I think that because it's so stripped back and the honesty really comes forth or she could have pulled it in like a more dramatic, um, like, like for the instrumentals to match the lyrics in dramaticism would have worked. So in either direction, mm. I feel like that could have made made me like it more. But because it sits in the middle, it's kind of an odd spot for me. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Antihero. Not in, like, sound, but just the, the imagery of the monster. Yeah. And I used to yeah. be on top of things. And so 
it's not something that I think I'll add to any playlist and have on repeat anytime soon, no. but it is something that has a very specific message. And I think mm-hmm. it is, it's just so unique from anything else we've seen or put out that I really appreciate it. So I feel like the first four songs on the vault, I would say that about, um, yeah. whereas foolish one is sonically so red and it is thematically too like this is for the situationship survivors yeah um which again that's why even though it's low on my list like it's gonna be a grower okay i'll I'll get there just just stay with me okay um and timeless is so fearless oh my gosh like i if you told me yeah she wrote that the day after fearless was released yeah that makes complete sense and i also think it's really cute because she's definitely referencing romeo and juliet in the second verse Right. Um, which obviously love story, so Yeah. Can we talk about the whole Cleopatra from a small town line? That does confuse me. What does that also, mean? I also don't Emma Watt Emma Stone's white. Like what was that about? <laughs> I don't know what she's trying to say by saying Cleopatra. Also, I don't believe it's about Emma Stone. Everybody can like say no. it till the cows come home. It's, I literally don't believe it. Well, okay, so here's the thing. The only reason I would believe it is because of the way Andrew Garfield also describes her. Like, people describe her like she's just an angel. Yeah, I'm sure. So I'm like, I'm, okay. like, she can take it. Like, I like if she wants to say it's about her, totally yeah. fine. I just don't believe it. Like, I the just things, I don't, think it's like an The thing Emma, is, it doesn't like, really matter who it's about because it's really about Taylor. Like, you're telling right. us so much by not saying a single word about yourself. Right. No, it's also giving, like, Dorothea, like, where everybody thinks it's about Selena, but it's just, like, its own It's literally, the people only think it's about Selena because she says selling makeup. When has Selena ever sold a magazine? Like, what? Well, (laughs) she's on magazines, you know? Yeah, but she's not selling it, so people are just trying, I don't know, it was funny because when she, before she was saying it, when Emma falls in love, she said, I wrote this for one of my best friends, and then someone was like, haha, Galo, shut up, challenge, and then that like that doesn't change anything about the interpretation. No, it like, is it is if very anything, coded. It makes I will it say that. Yeah. Um did you see the New York magazine article about um, I don't I think it was about the album as a whole, but I only saw the snippet that they wrote about the vault. Mm-hmm. But um they it literally says if I say literally I should just read it. <laughs> Okay, well, th- this is funny. Jack Antonoff haters, you lose again because his production on the sultry vault track I Can See You is now an immediate contender for Song of the Summer. Gaylers, the vault tracks get more damning every time. First, there was the slant rhyme controversy of the very first night on Red Taylor's version, and now we have the undeniably sapphic when Emma falls in love. Someone get Carly Kloss into hiding before Reputation Taylor's version comes out. Oh my gosh. No, it's true, though. Like, the whole, <laughs> like, I wish it was me. Like, I wish I was her. Like, do you yeah. wish you were her, or do you want to be her? Or do you wish you were her? Also, I I finished or, the ultimatum, and I was so surprised mm. at how many proposals happened at the end of that show. But that's yeah. the wrong episode to talk about this, so we'll address <laughs> it later. Um, but yeah, it's first of all, it's the, do I wish I was her or do I wish I was with her? But then it's also like, when she says, sometimes I wish I was her, it's like, yeah, sometimes you wish you liked men. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think Timeless might grow on me, but I'm just not super stoked about it right now i can see you i wasn't expecting it to be that good but it is that good um and yeah electric touch i i really do like fallout boy on it but i didn't Mm -hmm. have super high expectations going in just because i didn't know what to expect right also nothing will ever beat their victoria's secret fashion show performance so (laughs) yeah i okay something someone said that well no (laughs) 
I say that, but the someone was literally me. I don't know what just happened. Um, no, because I confused it with something else that I read. Um, honestly, electric touch sounds like the first time you hang out with someone. Sorry, I just showed you my feet. <laughs> it sounds like the first time you hang out with someone. What does that mean? Yeah, like someone that you're really excited to hang out with. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Like capital S someone. <laughs> um, when you hang out, trademark, with someone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, overall, how many stars on Yelp would you give the album? I mean, well, okay, I've never been good at rating things. Like, I don't, I don't mm. understand how, I don't, I'm not, because I feel bad if I rank anything lower than a five, so I don't, like, my scale always goes from five to ten, which has been my downfall in many times. So, you can go first. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it, like, an 8.5. I think it's okay. pretty good. Again, I think the vault songs could have been more life-changing, but I was really happy with them, and I think the sound has been good. I think, overall, I've been very satisfied. I think it will take me a minute to stop wanting the OG, yeah. but I think yes. I'll get over it pretty quickly. Yeah, my downfall was just... Because I think I Speak Now, I listened to Speak Now so much more before, like, even not even just the day before, but, like, in mm-hmm. time, in history, I listened to it so much more than I did Fearless and Red before their Taylor's versions came out. So I think that is really contributing. And of course, like, again, guys, we're not listening to the OG. Like, we're not, like, th- that's not in the, in the picture or in the question. Mm-mm. But it does take a bit for me to stop comparing. But And I do think, like, over the last few days, I have, like, almost forgotten what some of them sounded like, which is good. Whereas, like, when I first listened to them, I was thinking, I'm not going to be able to get used to this. Right. Um, which was silly. But, yeah, yeah I think I... Re-recording wise, I do think Red was stronger for me personally because I wasn't a huge Red girl before it came out. And then when Red Taylor's version came out, that like changed a lot for me. Whereas yeah. I feel like Speak Now, my opinion on Speak Now hasn't super changed. Like it, it's obviously created new memories, but right, it's not life-changing. No, I'd agree. I'd say the re-recording of Red made me more likely to listen to Red. I think I've just listened to Speak Now so much that it's just not going to impact that on a scale at all yeah so um eras tour specifically what are the odds you think long live adds itself to this set list every single week i don't think it will because she's been speaking about things as if that was like a uh i don't know it sounded a little exclusive also like it would do you think she would do it without the koi guitar <laughs> like it um, felt very much like a recreating a moment thing because when she did it on reputation tour it was it was very different yeah was this i mean it is the heiress tour but it felt like a direct callback to the right. first time yeah i don't know i can't tell if it's gonna be like a phoebe nothing new sort of vibe yeah. like where it's only going to be for a few locations and then it's gonna be done or what like I honestly can't tell I also can't see her making the set list much larger because she is so crunchy for time like I don't unless she just starts stripping other songs which would be a whole other controversy but yeah um I don't know I feel like it's like 50 50 odds right now yeah um and which did make me think about today um for the international dates that Paramore is going to she's probably Mm going to sing Castle's Crumbling right um which is interesting to think about so far like when it's just come out like that because right. we had time to marinate on nothing new and and there's this right. suspense of like oh what's yeah. you gonna do what's you gonna do but paramore's doing the europe dates right so yeah. 
they've got and like, it's only like months. nine of them yeah so which will be interesting so yeah it's interesting that some of the europe dates are not getting openers i don't know maybe it's like a um venue issue no but some well actually i haven't looked at the schedule well enough but i know the it's the new dates with paramore that like it's the new dates that paramore is joining and they're not any new locations like they just added dates and extra well i know so fun fact about Argentina is that in order, if you're an international artist, you have to have a local artist open for you. So if you like do Coachella or like Lollapalooza at Argentina, you have to invite local artists to like start the show off. And so yeah. she's going to have to have yeah. an Argentine opener in some capacity along with Sabrina Carpenter. So I, that's kind of what I'm thinking when it comes hmm. to venue constraints is like how much does different like laws or regulations or also yeah. timing um, so I'm sure we're going to hear more as more yeah, develops, but it. there's different yeah. um, things like that that are just random factors to be considered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Friday night one, she so she added long live to the I don't I can't even call it the speak now set. It's literally just enchanted. Yeah. Um, and she well, she brought out a new purple dress. Um, I don't like it. I think it's cute. It's for pretty up what close. It is. Like I watched the video where they were making it, but like, I, I don't, I don't love like tiered things in general. So mm, she looks like a cupcake, which is very yeah. ironic for speaking um, now. Yeah, I think that like she, I think she thought it was funny. Um, and she, then for surprise songs on guitar, she played "Never Grow Up," and on piano, she played "When Emma Falls in Love," which I was so surprised at how soon she played a vault song mm-hmm. because like. I mean, she was surprised that people knew I Wish You Would, which is ridiculous because that came out a decade ago. Um, So I was surprised that she played that one so soon. Um, And then she, well, before the surprise song, she premiered the music video for I Can See You and she brought out Presley Cash, Joey King, and Taylor Lautner. And Taylor Lautner did a backflip. He did the the backflip from Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also does a, it's not the same one, but he's, he does a backflip in Sharkboy and Lava Girl, right? He does a lot of backflips in Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Um, but yeah, I think it's funny that he just, like, loves to do stunts. Yeah. Honestly, if I had that kind of body, I would. Like, I love climbing trees and, like, doing silly things, but imagine if I could just, like, do backflips on stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. And honestly, I, like, don't blame him, because, I mean, he said it was just, like, the vibe. And, yeah, it's a super long stage to walk down. Like, you know when you see someone, and it's, you're, like, the, it's, like, the 15 feet foot away, like, you've acknowledged each other, but now it's yes. just, like, the awkward but now walk you have up? to, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went so on I get first, why you did that. I went on a first date on Friday, and it was, like, that where, like, we both spotted each other, but we still you. had to, like, slowly, like, walk. It was so gross. You. I hate that. Um, um, and then, yeah, Saturday she played Last Kiss on guitar and Dorothy. The, uh, Dorothy, Dorothea on piano. <laughs> hey, Dorothea. Um, I'm glad she did Last Kiss on the eve of the Last Kiss night. I thought that... Okay, so here's the thing. So with my Fantasy Swiftball ballot, I put down Last Kiss at first. I had decided my, like, everything I was going to vote for last mm-hmm. week. I, like, the, everything I was going to vote for this week, I decided last week. Okay. And, um, hmm? Okay. Oh, I thought you said, like, what? <laughs> but no, I didn't, I was just that, like, cool. that didn't make sense to me because you've never asked. No, not like there's that. just like a lot of categories in there. Yeah, so. yeah. Not that I'm not curious about your ballot, but I'm no, more, I know, like- no, I yeah. Um, but then I the day like literally the hour before, I thought maybe she'll do 
back to December because what if Taylor Lautner is still there? Mm. You know? And then I completely forgot. I look, yeah, when I changed my answer, I forgot about Last Kiss Day, but also I thought, it's not July 9th yet. <laughs> it's not July 9th yet. Wow, today uh, it is. Yeah. Which, okay, you know what's so stupid is I wasn't going to stay up because that's super, super late. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I accidentally was awake, but I forgot that I, w- wait, I told you this this morning, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, but, but I forgot that I was, again. yeah, I forgot that I was awake at 158, so I didn't post it. And so I thought, haha, what if I did it at PM? And then uh, I missed that too. So. Oh, man, double whammy. <laughs> Next year. Next year. Um, yes. General pop culture moments. What do you, what do you think about the Jonah Hill surfer girlfriend controversy? Um, it's really about control. And like, like we've talked about, like, if you can't handle dating an actor who has sex scenes then don't date an actor. Yeah. If you can't handle a surfer who like surfs with other men in a swimsuit as one does surfing, then don't do it. Right. Yeah. No, literally, if you can't handle a baddie, don't try and change her. Yeah. I'm, like, exhausted with Love Island right now because, so, and I said this last week, like, I get really exhausted from Casa Amor because of the drama, but honestly, like, the follow after Casa Amor is even worse mm. because people who shouldn't get back together get back together and people who should get back together don't get back together mm. and people just, like, get nasty with each other. Like, tonight was movie night when they, like, air out all, like, the things they've said to one another that they haven't seen or witnessed. Right. And I was... I've seen the spoilers and I'm not happy with how that turned out tonight. And mm. I think the producers are not doing their due dil- diligence to like take care of certain people in certain ways. Uh-huh. So I'm just, I'm, I made this meme, you know, like the Sims with the baby on fire on the ground. Yeah. Um, the baby is Love Island. And then I'm like, not now. Mommy's listening to Speak Now Taylor's version. That's funny. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just, why would I watch this when I can just listen to Speak Now? So true. Oh, I was going to say about the ultimatum. So I finally caught up. I was so surprised at how many couples ended up getting engaged at the end of the show. And I was so surprised how many couples like fell apart so quickly after the show too. Yeah. Like nobody actually got married in one year after, which I understand like with filming, like maybe it's just like less work to like stay engaged until the show premieres. But I like Yoli and Xander, I was really hoping for them to like pull through and like become anything. And they literally weren't. Well, that's the thing is I feel like for Yoli, it was like the heat of the, like the height of her emotions and the heat of the moment kind of a thing. Because mm-hmm. they said mm-hmm. like they tried to make something happen a little for a little bit and it, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Well, I know things are just different when you go back to the real world versus yeah. like living with each other and figuring it out. Like it just is harder. Which but- is funny because they technically were kind of in the real world the whole time. It was just yeah. camera versus no camera. Right. Well, I mean, but like they're gonna work together and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I did not know. But um, yeah, it was very shocking to like watch everybody get down on one knee and then go to the reunion and they're all like, "Anyways, we're not actually married." Yeah. Or, or they're like, "We haven't spoken since we got engaged." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, really messy stuff there. So I was jaw dropped the whole time. Um, stuffed animal moment. Um, do your stuffed animals have favorite songs off of Speak Now? Um, Oliver is an hours lover, and Squish is about Last Kiss. Oh, wow. What happened to him? You know, he's just a soft guy. Okay. 
Oh, uh, so the fire alarm went off at my apartment, yeah. and I was standing there in my bedroom, like, grabbing my keys and my wallet, and I looked, like, Oliver dead in the eyes, and I was like, do I bring my stuffed animal out in this moment? And I think if I had smelled smoke or, like, had more yeah. danger, I would have brought my stuffed animals, but I did not. I left him in here and just hoped for the best, but it was like somebody's oven was smoking, so it wasn't yeah. a big deal anyways. Well- I was even surprised at how many people brought their cats because I know, like, a lot of people just think, oh, cats are smart and they, they they will do anything to get out of danger, so they'll take care of themselves. And a lot of times, like, you can't even, like, find – like, your cat is too skittish to, like, come out right. with you. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what they were all saying. It was funny. They kind of, like, all gathered, like, outside mm-hmm. the complex in this circle of cat owners, and they were like, I had to go find my cat because, yeah. you know, he was hiding under the blankets and just scoop him up and put him in the carrier. So, yeah. um. Did you have a stuffed animal moment other than oh the songs? Um, OG Eeyore is never grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, BBL Eeyore is I'm gonna give him Superman. He just waits mm-hmm. for me to come home. He just lays there so and waits true. for me to come home. And Build a Bear Eeyore, he can be timeless. And Seth will be Electric mm-hmm. Touch. Amazing, I love that. What is your emoji of the week? Um, let's see. I'm bringing. I'm doing more of the exclamation mark, like the the question mm-hmm. marks and the exclamation marks and the the no, like the like the no yeah. smoking no. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I've been using more signs. I'd say. Yeah. Um, I've got a boat in my recent, mm. and the French flag. <laughs> I've been using a lot of handshakes though, like just a mm. lot of unironic handshake emojis. Um. What fruit are you eating? What fruit am I eating? Yeah. Um, it's been watermelon season, so I will go mm. to my grocery store and just buy a quarter of a watermelon and eat it in one sitting. Like cut up or? Yeah, like not like cubed fruit, but yeah, like if yeah. you took the watermelon and just sliced it into An quarters, quarter. they'll sell like on the okay. rind like for $2. And so I just take that home and I eat it all in one sitting. Nice. I got plum cots today. Ooh, plum cuts. Okay. Stone fruit. Yeah. Stone fruit season today. It is stone fruit season. Not today. Honestly. Like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest flaw as a person is probably that I don't like stone fruits. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to make, like, peaches, that. plums. I'll eat cherries because I love cherries, but, like, anything bigger than that, I don't... It's, like, a lot of work. It's a know? lot of work, yeah. So, I'm just not super about it. Yeah, I get that. Also, like... I mean, yeah, my thing with stone fruit is, I mean, not apricot, but most of them mm-hmm. I'd rather cut up and eat because, like, peaches are yeah. just messy. So Peaches, 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 peaches. It's not a Justin Bieber song. <laughs> no, that's, I got my peaches on in Georgia. It's from the Mario movie. Um, Bowser sings a song about how much he's in love with peach. Wow. And so he goes, peaches, 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 peaches. It's Jack Black. It's really good. I got my penis out in Georgia. No. (laughs) I've been turning into Haley in some of my exclamations. Specifically, no. And then also she goes, sorry, like in a way that is not like apologetic at all. And I'll say that. And I don't know if it's because like it annoys me so much that I like (laughs) have to inflict it on other people or like what. But especially like the sorry. (laughs) Um, parting thoughts, closing words. Stream, stream, speak not Taylor's version. Yeah, I did just forgot forget the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, I it's 
Sparks fly, speak now. That's true. That's true. For what the best songs on the album, I don't think it should have been called Speak Now. I understand why it's called yeah. Speak Now because it's her self. Yeah, and everyone's gonna tell you, ah, oh, she wanted to name it Enchanted, but they wouldn't let her. I know, I know, but I just don't think Speak Now is worthy of no. being a title song. You know, correct. So. Her worst title track. Oh my god, wait, have you seen um, the tabloids with the Haler rumors? Yes, oh my god, that's it's so, so ridiculous. Funny. They're meeting up soon. <laughs> it's like yes, that soon the, emoji. Like, like, when we say we are children of divorce, we don't actually want them together. <laughs> like, no, no, sometimes your parents are They're individual parents. Yeah, exactly. Like, they were, like, sperm donor surrogate parents to us, like... <laughs> Like, they just happened to create us. Yeah. In a lab. Accidentally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't need to do that. Also, I just feel like, I don't know what kind of women Harry gets with. I just don't think it's Taylor Swift anymore, you know? Yeah. I mean, I saw this, I saw this Gaylor tweet that they wanted to, they were going to try to convince Larry's to get on board with this so they could maximize their joint slay because it would be mutually beneficial. And so here's the thing. I, I, I have to draw a line somewhere. No, that's simply too far. Larry's are their own brand. Yeah. It's been so... I have to get my charger. Hang on. Okay. I can see you. I guess I won't see you. I can see you. I can can see you. Baby, if you only knew. How long do you think until my local karaoke place adds Taylor Swift vault songs, guys? Add your thoughts in the comments below.